Welcome to part two of our conversation with some of the Philippine Physical Therapy Association's Board of Officers, Mr. Mike Gabilo, Mr. Juan Doco, Mr. Christian Romando, Dr. Lily Bautista, and Mr. Patrick Bonavi. In this last part of the conversation, we focused on some of the issues that were raised and emerged in the Physical Therapy Group Forum. We asked about the board's insight and stand on concerns of unlicensed practitioners hired in a physical therapy setting, physical therapy graduates providing physical therapy services, and fee splitting. The officers also emphasized on the physical therapy values that need to be embodied in our practice, like active involvement, advocacy, being inspired, professional accountability and responsibility, and self-worth as a physical therapist. Let's listen to the conversation after this short break. So ito, babalikin na natin yung mga issues. <laughs> um, that, kasi recently may, I mean, uh, I, I frequent, may time kasi ako, may frequent, I frequent the the Facebook group. So may mga issues na lumabas. And pa yung, ako, I didn't know about this. Tapos sabi nila, they, it has been there for a long time. So I, I wanted to ask you guys, since you're all here, and uh, about, you know, the stand or what we can do about this um, situations na naupisan na natin kanina na it can be, you know, cultural and, and you know, reporting as well. Pero siguro just to bring it out in the spotlight again, kung ano yung mga ibang nangyayari is like, um, I siguro first one na is yung practice of physical therapy by unlicensed, untrained um, individuals. Sabi natin yung mga massage therapists, spa attendants. I hear words like bone setters. Hindi ko alam kung ano ibig sabihin nun. Um, they're practicing, siguro yung iba, hindi nila sinasabing, hindi nila sinasabing physical therapist sila, pero um, some of them are practicing in a physical therapy clinic. Some of them are practicing on their own. Pwede hindi nila sinasabi na they're therapist, pero, I mean, they're handling patients on their own, which is, you know, scary because we were, we have, I think, uh, an obligation for the public to protect them. So, siguro doon na lang muna sa unlicensed people providing physical therapy treatment in an area or clinic with physical therapist. So, and with, with that, ano yung, di ba, <laughs> ano, ano pwedeng gawin ng mga nakaka-observe natin na fellow physical therapists about it? Oh, anyone can, can answer. Um, kasi I, I, I've, I've seen videos. I see, I've seen a video. <laughs> Uh, pero they look it, it's a physical therapy clinic but he's looking he's looking for uh like massage therapist bone setter whatever that is now he will train for his patients so parang <laughs> I, don't, I don't know i don't know hindi ko alam feel ko about that so um kasi we you, you mentioned earlier night reporting one then evidence kaso lang if if a if a PT already knows it um pan, 
bakit ba? <laughs> may hirap like for me if I know about it hindi na ako magko-collect ng evidence sabihin ko lang sabihin ko lang oh ito this is happening there this is my report okay na like I mean kasi yun ang kinda somewhat practice here na parang once in a bong kasi may evidence ka or not someone else would investigate that so I think that is also the mindset of the PTs na eh sinumbong ko na. Ito na yung pinresent ko na sa yung evidences na I saw. So, anong pwede natin gawin? Would 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 they have to just approach PRC and, you know, file a case against that person? Should it go through PPTA? Should they just take it upon themselves to do something about it? I think that's the biggest, you know, hardest question there. Asiguro, sir, I can start with, you know? mm. <laughs> um, sir, um, well, from the NGA's point of view, national government agencies, mm. uh, GOCCs, alam, uh, government-owned control corporation, no? uh, na mga hospitals, uh, I think um, we are not admitting anymore or we are not uh, hiring anymore uh, unlicensed physical therapist, even though the position is PT tech or uh, uh, physical therapy technician. Mm-hmm. So instead, since we have that position, we hired a licensed physical therapist. Well, that was before, perhaps, but I'm not quite sure with the with the um uh, private uh, uh, sector or uh, clinics because I'm working in the government. So I can just speak in behalf of the government. Mm-hmm. So um, lately, lately, really, uh, we are not hiring anymore because we have chat group of chief uh, of chief therapists of different hospitals. Uh, really, they are not uh, hiring anymore unlicensed physical therapists, even though the position is PT technicians. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of your questions is about working unlicensed working. Uh, home care service therapy environment yeah and you know uh some of the i i think some of the ngos are trying to um uh they were having this unlicensed physical therapist rather than to have rather than to have a barangay health worker because the barangay health worker didn't uh study about uh well our subject in pp no so they prefer to have unlicensed physical therapists, but I think they are governing under their supervision. No, mm-hmm. but simply for uh, with our stand uh, in the PPTA, of course, um, we do not uh, want to encourage that. But due to doing due to the really, we cannot saturate all the people. Uh, mm-hmm. Manpower is uh, limited, so. Uh, I, that's why NGOs are trying to utilize. Uh, I, I don't like to so use that uh, the word utilize, but trying to hire them mm-hmm. because at least they can perform with their supervision. Mm-hmm. I kind of understand yung uh, in the context of community-based rehab because we have like CBR workers that are working under the supervision of a licensed physical therapist. But in a in a private setting um, uh, environment, pwede pa rin ba siyang lumusot as that 
working under a super supervision of a physical therapist is it something that we it's you know allowed that because I, I i'm you know matagal kasi kong wala so i'm not sure if in a private setting is that allowed outside the context of cbr yeah if i may uh answer that um um in the private setting uh yung gumagawa ng uh, those who are practicing or performing those highly skilled uh, tasks, which is, of course, assigned to a PT, definitely hindi allowed yun. Mm-hmm. That's a violation of the RA-5680. It's already a clear violation of RA-5680. Even if siguro under the supervision or with the knowledge of a PT, siguro, mm-hmm. kasi nga, the, the, these laws, these policies that were created are bound to protect the public from from untowards incidents especially right. we PTs we're doing manipulations we're using uh, different forms of exercises and prior to uh, prior to uh, prescribing or giving them exercises there should be a thorough assessment mm-hmm. that we cannot just simply provide for example this type of exercise to them mm-hmm. so uh it's a clear violation of RA 5680. And um, how do we do that? How do we address that? Yeah. Again, we'll go back to the proper channeling of the concerns. And yes, they can directly go to the PRC. They can directly submit the concerns to PRC without even really getting in touch to us. But um, yun nga, ang problema kasi, syempre, they will not be able to guide, they, they, they will not be guided as to what office specifically in PRC they should uh, approach. No? So, yun. Kaya dumadang kumisa kay PPTA. But if they're knowledgeable enough with the processes inside the PRC, they have lawyers that are, they, they are familiar with or they know lawyers who can assist them, they can forward it to the, to PRC directly. And uh, a perfect uh, a perfect way for us to really um, cascade these processes, these concerns, is through advocating the profession na only licensed PTs, yung sinasabi kanina ni Doc Lili, no? giving premium to the license, uh, the ID. No? So, hanapan mo ng ID. Kaya nga yung, mga, yung ating mga private clinics and even government hospital hospitals with PT clinics, they put their licenses sa walls. No? Kinakabit yon, Kasi only licensed PTs can do that. And that is ultimately to safeguard the public. Sir Mike, yung, so, ano, yung pag-post ba ng license card in the public, like in clinic, is it a requirement or is it highly encouraged? It is a requirement, I believe, because uh, when PRC do their monitoring, isa yun sa hinahanap nila. And that is telling, and that's a form of transparency, not uh, telling the, to the to the uh, to the public, to the to those who will visit that we are licensed, we have updated TRC IDs. Mm-hmm. So it's guarant you are you are guaranteeing the public, the the, the patients mm-hmm. that you are in good hands, kanga mm-hmm. supposedly. Right. That's <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. I think Sir Pat can, tell, can add something on this. Yeah, just raising this. Yeah. Um, regarding the process of reporting to PRC, PRC has, uh, we call this, has an office for uh, 
medical legal uh, medical legalities for malpractice, negligence, etc. So what you could start with is actually write an incident report. Okay, submit it there. Um, if I'm not mistaken, per regional um, office has that. Per regional PRC office is that office. Okay, mm-hmm. and once submitted there, they will actually um, conduct an investigation. Okay. Um, regarding what uh, Doc Lady was saying, like saying culture, and I don't want to be a snitch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they have a protection towards the person who will submit the incident report. Okay. Um, I even know say um, uh, what do you call this? Uh, that is something that um, those who see, right? People practicing, okay, or physical therapists practicing without a license. No, that's what they could do, and mm-hmm. not only um. Uh, physical therapists can um, submit that incident report, right? Patients can also submit that incident report okay, once they've seen it. Okay, so they can go there, right? Um, they direct naman sila doon, sabi lang na maano, um, na mag-submit na incident report, right? Um, kasi ano yun eh, uh, that's malpractice na agad eh, okay? Practicing without a license, that's malpractice already. Okay, so they could go there, submit a letter there, Okay, an investigation can be started from there. So yeah, that can be the process in VRC. All right, good. Yes, sir. Yes, Dr. Yes. Um. Also to add, um, manami na tayo talaga mga governing bodies, PPTA, CHED, PRC. I mean, they're all really. I mean, the profession has grown na talaga within you know the past ten something years. Uh, ang, I think the question that you have is yung mga talaga mga outliers, nag mga talaga manami mga non-PTs having their own businesses. Uh, so kaya yun yung ano ko kagina comment ko na it's like it's hard for us to control that because it's outside of our jurisdiction, but as PTs, if we kind of have a combined effort, um, it's not really reporting and you're being a snitch. No, this is protecting our livelihood, protecting our license. I mean, we went to school all these years. So we should not consider that in the context of like, I don't want to get in trouble and report that person and I'll be like in the middle of the limelight. Uh, it shouldn't be like that. It should be like, what can I do to, again, like, you know, make sure that the profession is giving the due recognition it deserves. That is what it is. And so, uh, hindi naman pwede mag-police lang ang PPTA, PRC, CHED, or whoever, no? So, uh, dapat then like, talagang yung mga members natin or even na, non-members na PT license, they really should um, also help out with uh, trying to clean out some of these um, outliers. So, yun, medyo mahirap talaga kung uh, sometimes yun din ang ano natin na wala namang ginagawa ang PRC but if you don't report then PRC wouldn't know diba or uh, so it, it really has to come from us and again what Sir Patrick said I mean there's also like privacy protection naman so hindi naman nila malalaman yun you can remain anonymous um, but again uh, dapat tayo din kasi not all these governing bodies do not see it. Pero rest assured, uh, ako ha, like, uh, at least, like, you know, since I was 30 years ago, ngayon, and, ano na eh, marami na tayo, like, even sa mga hospitals, schools, we are all going, uh, undergoing accreditation. So, talagang required na mga licenses. Uh, here in our small town here, wala talagang hire na non-license. So, lahat sila talaga uh, license na regardless of the item, kahit technician lang ba, anything related to PT, I have not seen any, um, what they call this, member of the group na practicing as a PT 
who mm-hmm. is unlicensed, at least in our area here. So that I can say. So yeah, that's good. I I think with uh like accreditation of hospitals that can be monitored and enforced. Yeah. I think some of the problems would be in home care and in private practice na walang, wala kang form of monitoring. They have their business license and that's it. They have their business license to practice and that's it. And I don't think DOH is monitoring how they deliver physical therapy. And it's not insurance. And insurance doesn't uh, ask for documentation or anything, right? Those are the safeguards for the public. Eh? The documentation, your insurances, na it's that physical therapy is being delivered by a physical therapist. So yun nga. And I've seen um job postings that are taking in physical therapy graduates. I mean, do we are we already allowed or is it allowed? now to practice again without a license under the supervision of a licensed PT pero you're a PT graduate kasi i here in california may ganun like PT, if you're applying for a license pero wala ka pang license meron kang 6 months to practice under the supervision of a licensed physical therapist pag hindi ka pumasa dun sa examination mo then tapos na yon you have to really have to take the license. But in the Philippines, kasi nagulat ako, they're, they're, may nakita mga post na they are accepting unlicensed physical therapy graduates. I think they're being hired as physical therapist assistants. Again, is that already allowed? Kasi nagulat ako eh. When, that, when, I, when I saw that. It's very clear in the current law of physical therapy that you cannot practice any PT-related skills without the license. In terms of home care, I guess we could really just lean towards professional accountability. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think, uh, yeah, like what Sir Mike is saying earlier, advocacy is towards um, informing the public, right, even the patients that uh, even to be hired as a home care PT, okay, um, kailangan yung una lang hanapin, yung license, okay, though, yun nga, um, PTPA does not have a policing power and also does not have um, the proper resources to monitor each and every physical therapist. No? Um, ano talaga? Um, information to the public na uh, hindi pwede mag-practice. Mm-hmm. If for PPTA naman, under the responsibility of PPTA naman kasi, all PPTA members should have their PPTA licenses. Okay, and they're very much, uh, our members are very much aware or informed naman that they could not practice without licenses. Mm-hmm. Pero nga, um, Sir Johan, as of now, by law, it's still um, it's still a no. Right? There's no supervisory pa rin. Okay, mm-hmm. if the issue is practicing mm-hmm. without a license. Okay, so and even in the PT bill that are currently filed, right? That is currently filed now. There is no provision for that. The PT assistant mm-hmm. uh, in, in the US. PT technician niya in our proposed uh, in our PT bill, we re- we removed it, no? Kasi mm-hmm. sometimes the PT technician item becomes an abuse. Kuminsan pangayane. Eh. 
they 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 give a license to uh, hire license PTs and then the item is PT technician for some for some um, uh, hospitals. Pero you know, mas mataas kasi yung skill ni license PT na tapos dum siya. Supposedly yung PT technician niya, di ba ano yan, uh, Sir John, the, the item is not really a license PT ang nilalagay diyan. That's right. Kasi yeah, before merong ganong may parang ganong may associate PT course eh, parang ganon. Two years yata if I'm not mistaken, parang ganon. So wala na yung wala nang uh, wala nang school na nag-offer na ganon. So yeah. Uh, and then uh, if we also add to the discussion na yung mga patients and the public um should be really aware of the professions, lalo na yung mga ganitong mga conditions, mga conditions na hinahandle natin, that they would really, pero kasi kumisan iniisip ko always at the back of my mind, yung economics, you know, uh, the, the, the kind of healthcare system that we have right now. So siguro, on the, on the part of the PT, we can do this. Pero kasi to really have a total change, Mata, yung mas malaking perspective ang titinang natin and that is the healthcare system. Bakit ba may nag-a-avail ng ganito? Probably it, it, their cost, their, their charging cheaper. No? But again, masyadong ano yan, masyadong uh, risky. No? Kaya ang daming dapat repasuhin, ang daming dapat ayusin and um, we can do so much, the PT profession can do so much and Siguro PPTA can really help channel all these concerns to concerned agencies of the government. No? Um, the visibility of the chapters in different areas of the countries could really help because our healthcare system is devolved. So the, it really de- depends on the priorities of the local government units. So if they, you know, if this um, chapter of ours would be really um, um would be really activated they can really go there they can go directly to the local government and here are the concerns of the pps here mm-hmm. these are the changes that we would want to see you know no? so mm-hmm. yung tulong ng mga chapters talaga natin okay. so magandang i-channel din yung mga and, issues especially if it's local local ano you know like rampant in local areas Maganda rin i-channel doon sa malapit na chapters. Yeah. Yes, sir. Sir John, you were about to say something. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. In addition to what uh, Sir Mike had said, um, uh, the creation of chapters po, uh, actually in the government uh, sector, uh, they are really in need of this because one of the requirements for their performance governance system, ito po is manda- mandated by the by the Department of Health, Department of Health, that um, one of the linkages, the one of the link, uh, one of the key result areas which is linkages, we should they should have uh, these chapters to be involved with. They have to create, they have to create a uh, a group wherein they can involve themselves in relation to their in, in relation to the key result areas as one. Uh, and one of them is linkages. So this, it has something to do with the uh, community-based rehabilitation. And um, uh, they were very thankful. 
because uh, chapters have been uh, uh, created in their areas. Mm-hmm. All right, that's good. Po. Um, one of uh, the one of the issues that came up also this month is um, is about fee splitting. I, I don't know if you're aware of that term. Um, ang, ang, it, it's someone referring a patient to a physical therapist and that someone that referred that physical therapist gets also a cut on that ano, um, dun sa, dun sa rate na yun. And in, in, in PMA, I think uh, Philippine Medical Association, it's, bla- it's, it's clear in their ethics um, code of ethics na hindi pwede yung ganun. Kasi it's you're playing around with you know uh, you know the, the choice of the autonomy of the patient. Na i-refer mo siya sa isang tao, tapos ikaw na nag-refer, wala kang magigawa, makakakuha ng pera, tapos yung PD meron din. Pero yung pasyente, mas malaki yung babayaran niya kasi parang dalawa yung inaano niya, binabayaran niya. So that's Ngayon ko na siya narinig, pero apparently it, it happens a lot and meron ding parang um, group that does that. So, um, is that something na... Kasi I don't know if if that is a, a legitimate best business model or kasi parang minsan na-abuse kasi siya eh. Na parang wala namang ginagawa yung tao na refer refer lang siya na refer pero kumikita siya. So I think it's more on the home care side. I, I think mas marami talaga dubious practice sa home care. Eh. Um, so what is it? Una, is it allowed? Is it something, you know, is it ethical? Is it legal? Inatanong sa akin eh, kasi may, may, may nag-confront sa akin. Kinonfront ko din ang potensya. Kasi I want to hear both sides. So yung nag-ano, kinausap ko, eh sabi ko, there in the in the US there's contracting so may ganung model pero um the walang added you know walang padded yung mga ano yung reimbursement or or the payment so walang kaso sa pasyente yon kasi the the contractor and the independent the yung mga nagrefer and the contractor gets whatever kasi hindi naman naglalabas ng pera yung pasyente it's the insurance pero sa Philippines, sometimes baka talo yung pasyente kasi nadagdagan siya ng babayaran na hindi naman niya alam. Or pwedeng alam niya pero wala lang siya paki kasi akala niya tama yon or akala niya ganun talaga yung system. So yun, what is, is it you know, is it something that's accepted? Is it already, is it illegal? Is it ethical? <laughs> okay. Uh, because in the Philippines we don't have like set fee guidelines, so it exactly. really depends on it depends on the area you're in, like you know, right. or even if you're in the same area, one would be five hundred, and then the one next door would be one thousand pesos. So mm-hmm. uh, to really know, like if it's ethical, it's I think it's difficult. But I think though, because um, we do have some uh, 
what they call this like companies that does that here so kind of like the way the us have they have the, their home health agency um and i don't think they at least the people i know they don't um increase the rate the rate is like the common uh in the area and they say let's say they get 10% of that rate and the therapist you know basically will get a lesser fee compared to when the patient is self referred or referred by the you know, psychiatrist um but i have not heard that they will increase the rate for the purpose of of that like uh, that they would have their cut so for example the rate 500 uh then they'd make it 700 pesos now i'm not sure saying that that's not happening but then who's to say that that's not the rate for that for that company because again because of lack of like fee guidelines uh that will govern the home health uh visits so major yeah. gray area talaga siya on yeah. if it's legal or not legal because we don't really know ano ba yung legal rate right yun nga po kasi nung when i was talking to that person sabi ko i could see the business model happening like yung company would be doing the legwork talking mm-hmm. to the physiatrist and finding the appropriate pts and you know if ikaw ikaw yung pt gusto mo bang kunin to kasi ikaw nasa area mo And so, ganun. So, parang, I mean, if I was the PT and mabawa yung caseload ko, game ako, basta maayos yung usapan. If there's a contract and alam natin ano yung bounds ng responsibility. If something happens to my patient, sagot, sagot ba ako nung referring entity? Or ano ba yung ano? So, ang sabi ko, ang, tina- ang sabi ko dun sa nakausap ko, na- nandun ba lahat ng mga contract nyo? Kasi you're contracting someone, so dapat may contract ka nilang verbal contract, diba? to make it really legit. I think wala silang, wala silang actual contract. Kasi nandun yung liabilities mo, ano yung benefits na makukuha ng, mga, ng, ng PT, may benefits pa siya. Kung, kung may mangyari sa pasyente, sinong sagot? PT lang ba? O pati yung referring entity? So, yun nga, very gray yung area na yun. Like, it can happen with you know certainty pero what are the parang criteria that would make it so that both parties are safeguarded and also the patient as well yeah i i think what would um you know really make it more legal would be what you said like there has to be some sort of a contract or a memorandum of agreement between them between the therapist and then the organization so that way mm-hmm. there's also no hidden fees or anything like that that would be incurred by the patient because um dapat alam niya na this is an organization or a company referring you to a different PT. Uh, yun. Pero medyo ano tayo dyan, no? Medyo creative ang mga Pinoy's and they, <laughs> they really don't want to sign all these contracts. So, sige, I, maybe I'll give the floor to others. So, but yes, I don't see, I don't, I don't think they have contracts, sir, Johan. So, yun siguro. Parang puro mga verbal. <laughs> <laughs> Ang bigat kasi no kinakausap ko siya medyo mabigat eh. I can see that happening but I can also see that being abused. Yung nga meron nga din nagsabi sa akin that they're adding fees to it na uh, so that the compensation for the PT is you know acceptable. Kailangan niya tasan yung rate niya na ibibigay doon sa pasyente kasi nangingi din yung referring person. Actually person, hindi nga ano. So, y- medyo kawawa doon in that instance, yung pasyente na hindi niya alam, pinagpapasahan pala siya. So, 
niyon and it's i guess it's also really hard to regulate home care kasi wala kang tayong monitoring powers because it's all all cash based so so mga ganun like if paano may advice yung mga PTs natin for that do we ask them like wag na lang natin suportahan yung ganun eh minsan mahirap talaga ang work eh <laughs> it's hard to come by so minsan kakagatin talaga ng mga like mga batang PTs hindi naman alam, nila alam na ito yung great tito or ganun ah uh, sir sir Christian yes Ah uh, yes po. So, siguro sir, uh, iniisip ko lang regarding that issue is uh, uh, three things actually. Uh, number one, baka transparency. We should be transparent to our patient and uh, kung ano ba yung services na ibibigay natin, sino ba yung magbibigay ng services. Pero it should come together with accountability which uh, what Doc Lily mentioned a while ago, establishment of those contracts. I think very important nga talaga yung uh, part na yun para ma-establish din yung accountability because in the end, if something happens to the patient, uh, sino yung hahabuli ng pasyente, di ba? So dapat clear din yun para sa patient. And um, I think yung third point naman na gusto kong i-highlight is uh, the financial burden shouldn't be passed on the patient. I think since we're talking about the ethical part of it na, um, personally, uh, I look at it as something that is uh, outside the bounds of the ethical practice na if the burden was passed already on the patient. So baka yung part na yun, uh, I would say na baka nga medyo outside na siya of the ethical practice na ginagawa. Pero kung siguro very clear from the start na they're transparent, uh, they know yung accountability, and uh, the burden was not passed on the patient, um, for me, baka wala namang nakikitang ethical problem pa siguro for now. So, yun. Are you gonna add something, Sir John? Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, unang-una po, uh, Sir Johan, uh, there's no policy or guidelines uh, for this concept, no? For this activity. And, um, uh, of course, second is there's no standard fees to be collected. Uh, now, for example, uh, in my area, Quezon City, well, uh, in the radius of five kilometers, I have to charge, for example only, I have to charge 750 to 1,000 in the uh, in in five kilometer radius. Then, beyond five kilometer radius, I have to charge additional 250 or uh, it can be uh, 1,000 to, well, that will depend on, uh, hopefully we can discuss this in our organization so that there, sh- there will be a standard para wala pong naiiwan so that everybody is not a loss, not at a, not at a loss. Kasi nga po, uh, they can charge, uh, for example, if somebody referred to me, a patient uh, near Marikina, I can charge that to uh, 1,000 to 1,500 no? uh, because of the proximity. And that is about 7 to 8 kilometers away. So, traffic. No? And um, uh, if somebody will refer me to um, Manila, and that is 10 kilometers away, so... Perhaps I can put 2,000 for that or 2,500. 
So, uh, this is the beauty of collaborating with each other so that we can tap our physical therapists who are near to that place. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we do hope we can discuss this with uh, the organization. Maganda pong i-discuss din po yan para matrim down po at hindi kawawa ang mga pasyente. Wala kasing national or wala tayong data for national rates, right? Even with um, home care, wala rin tayong, I mean, uh, wala, walang set eh, di ba? Kasi iba-iba yung ginagawa ng mga tao with each area, with each region, islands. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> to regulate salaries. Pero yung wait, salaries in the government, they're set already, right? Or yung mga salary grades for PTs? Yes, sir. Hindi ba na pwedeng gamit yung benchmark yun? Sir Mike, you can unmute yourself. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear yes, you. Yes, sir. Yeah. I think that can be used no, in um in the plans. Actually, that's part of the assignment siguro ng PPTA to hopefully um, devise a way on how we can really propose uh, a standard uh, fee scheme or payment scheme of our private practitioners. But that would really entail a lot of ano pa, record, uh, review of records, no? getting getting what's the practice in the grassroots level. So, marami, no? But yeah, salary grades from uh, the governments can be used as a basis, as a baseline. But we have to consider pa kasi yung, alam mo, yung sa anong, anong level ng municipality ito. Yes. Uh, and dami to consider. So we need to sit down and then probably talk with our colleagues in the areas. Uh, I just want to add something like this to the discussion na tama no, na these topics are being discussed. No? Kasi may awareness tayo so that uh, people would also be oh teka mali pala according to the practices uh, according to some hindi pala tama tong ginagawa nating add-ons with the uh, uh, payment ng uh, payments that we do uh, payments that our patients are doing so mm-hmm. siguro ano rin mo, um this is also a wake up call to our educators to start discussing this inside the classrooms because this will be eventually the future practitioners and if they were exposed to a wrong <laughs> set up a you know the, the the way that are currently practicing the way the others are currently practicing it so baka mamulat nga sila na ganun. so when they are being discussed up front inside classes oh these are issues these are dilemmas so you know they will be properly guided kaya siguro mayroong mga nagtitake ng mga ganyang mga graduates na uh, they know that they can still practice even if they are not yet licensed. Baka hindi na-discuss or hindi na-open na up fully sa kanila itong mga topics na ito. Hindi na-inculcate ng maigay yung ganong foundation. Parang ano daw, parang bakit pa ako mag-take ng uh, licensure exam kung pwede na ako mag-practice ng PT <laughs> sa home care? So parang, ah, hindi ganoon. <laughs> Kasi parang anything na mangyari sa'yo or anything na makasira sa'yo. Makakasira din sa professor. Parang, yun ang hindi nila nag-grasp. No? Parang bakit? Parang parang added, ano na naman yun, um, burden sa kanila daw na like they have to study or they have to pay that. Nung license, pwede mo sila mag-practice nung walang license. So parang, hindi. Hindi <laughs> naman ganun na thinking. <laughs> so, yun. Um, may, may comment sa ating uh, isang ating uh, viewer 
um, I can show pero mahaba. Um, dapat na po malaman natin why PMA considers fee splitting unethical in the first place. Uh, dapat ba natin embrace din yung code of ethics? Bakit po tayo nag-refer ng pasyente sa ibang colleagues kasi di natin kaya i-treat yung patient for whatever reason. So dapat ang pag-refer ay in good faith and goal ay continuous care for patient. Dapat hindi tayo nangungotong sa, pa- sa pasyente at kapwa colleagues natin. True naman, kasi like for here, you can't directly refer someone, a patient, to someone. The patient should have the autonomy to choose kung saan sila pupunta. And I think, ang uh, problem naman sa Philippines is patients don't know where to go. So they accept what the referring entity would give them. Pero ethical-wise, I mean, dapat well-informed din siguro ang pasyente what's going on. In terms of code of ethics po, uh, I think kayo po yung makakasagot nito. In terms of code ethics, we have do we have to write that plain and simple in in our code of ethics that this is not a practice that should happen? Yeah. Yung it, code of ethics natin is it's very general and I think it will encompass the current, it will include the current issues that we are facing right now. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, that's one of the core documents that we will have to revisit and probably revise as soon as we get to have a, a new law in the Philippines. So that updating of code ethics, if we need to be very specific, if we need to do benchmarking with the other code of ethics of other professional societies, we can do that. Especially nowadays that we are, you know, interprofessional collaborations are being um, are being practiced, mm-hmm. or is being practiced rather. So hindi masamang mag-benchmark uh, tayo with other professional societies. yeah. Mm-hmm. And as what I've said, Code of Ethics is one of the documents that we want to revisit so that uh, if there's a need to upgrade it, if, if there's a need to amend, gagawin natin yan. Because this will eventually be core of document, uh, core of ethics that is also promulgated by the PRC. So whatever Code of Ethics we are using in PPTA, they use that also. Yeah, because I the but they just follow what we follow in the standards of practice code code of ethics and whatever is written there. There, you know, susundin ng PRC, um, and that in those those documents are easily revised if needed, right? Uh, yep. As compared to laws, na in matagal bago iyan, at least we can revisit, tama? So is is the code of ethics evolving already? Did it change from from the past code of ethics or hindi pa? Uh, hindi pa rin naman pa, hindi pa nagbabago. But yeah, that's uh, mm-hmm. part of the agenda of PPTA. Uh, Medyo, sabi yes. nga kanina, kukulang, kulang lang kasi kami talaga ng mga people who will really work and this mm-hmm. is the perfect opportunity to invite the people, the, the our colleagues, PPTA members to, you know, we're willing to accept volunteers. You want to do, uh, you want to do a review of this, you want to suggest something. We are very much open for any type of collaboration. And just for you know uh, our audience's information, themselves they themselves are volunteers here, right? <laughs> yeah, and the board of officers, walarin silang natanggap dito. They're they're volunteers as well. So we, yeah. we should you know <laughs> be volunteers. That was clarified also because there was uh, a personality claiming accusing us that we are receiving funds from the government. 
Uh-huh. Uh, PPTA is a non-governmental organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are not funded by anyone. <laughs> uh, we are we are a non-profit non-stock organization. Mean to say we are not uh, support. We are not receiving any uh, remuneration except for food. If there are meetings and nag-pandemic pa nga, virtual. So, walang food talaga, totally. <laughs> so, but it's okay. It's okay. We don't, uh, hindi namin yun uh, kinaccount. Uh, sinasabi, we just want to tell the people. That we just, mm-hmm. every people working, every PT working in the, in PPTA from membership to different chapters, SIGs, they are all doing this for the love of the profession. Right, right. Gotcha. And, uh, yan, we, this, I, I think, uh, like for me, ito lang yung kaya kong i-contribute. It's like to, 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 to bring out the issues. Kasi I, when I heard this, parang, ha, nangyayari pa na to? Parang sobrang, hindi naman sobrang auto na, pero I didn't know that that was happening. I didn't know that pwede pala yung ganon or hindi pala pwede yung ganon. And I think we should really, you know, uh, talk about this in a bigger platform or whatever, whichever platform sa inyong Facebook page ninyo or kung sino, <laughs> di ba, sa inyong practice, na this things shouldn't be happening. This is not why we're practicing. And this is, you know, is, is it not, this is not supposed to be happening in our practice. Kasi we have to protect ourselves and the profession as well. Di ba? Um, ito tayo, eh. <laughs> So, um, yun, as well as the public, yun yun naman ang ating main goal for this is to protect the public from people who abuse the the system uh, looking for like loopholes and stuff. So, um, I, I don't think there's any other question. Uh, I think na, nasagot na yung mga question natin. Um, just to re- reiterate, there's uh, uh, you know, medical legal complaint uh, section for PRC if they want to, you know, uh, submit their reports, incident reports. They can also reach uh, PPTA uh, if they need assistance on reporting uh, on, on things that they feel that are unethical, illegal practices in their area. If you have a chapter in your area, you know, maganda din i-approach yun. Baka mayroon silang ma-advise on how to um, what do you call this? How to approach a certain situation. Tama ba? Um, siguro as a closing natin for for this discussion, I, um, siguro, can you give any, um, you know, last statements, advice, or uh, whatnot to our audience about our practice, about PPTA, or about our profession? Uh, start as, uh, okay, Mr. President, Sir Mike, any yeah, last, uh, last words? Yeah, um, related, uh, happy world and national PT day. Um, that's of course the main reason why we are here, yes. uh, you know, um, because, um, this is a perfect opportunity for, uh, for all of us to really advocate for what we do, you know, yung ating, uh, vital role in the healthcare system. So we need platforms like this, and we really thank uh, this um, this PT Meal podcast na, na that is streamed in different uh, social media platforms. So mas wider yung reach, and we thank uh, technology for having this kind of uh, gift to us. Now, um, 
the profession will continuously evolve. No? It will continuously evolve. And um, we need to adapt. We don't have a choice but to really adapt to these changes. Along with the changes is um, ensuring that policies are properly placed. And for us to really draft, suggest uh, to higher government agencies like DOH, PhilHealth, uh, Professional Regulation Commission, Commission on Higher Education, we would really need a, a, a we would really need um, the, the 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 voice of every Filipino PPs um, help us in uh, crafting these future policies that will shape our profession. Um, come out of your boxes, no? Hindi lang kayo yun nakakonfine sa area nyo. Kasi you know what? Uh, I'd be very upfront and vocal. Maramis ati mga PTs dito sa Philippines are just waiting for what will happen. You know, I'll just go with the flow. Eh, hindi hupe pwedeng mangyari na lima, sampung tao lang ang magu-work for this. This is a, how do I call it? This is a work of each and every one of us. That small contribution na sasabihin mo sa kapitbahay mo about the profession is already a big help. So, uh, PPTA is here. We are doing all our best. I'd like to thank all the men and women behind this um, organization. Now, unselfishly, talagang they devote time for it. And um, PPTA are not just the officers. Like I think one of my colleagues mentioned that a while ago. It's all of us. No? Actually, nga, kahit di kayo member ng PPTA, you are being considered. You are being part of the considerations Paano yung mga non-PPTA members natin, di ba? Paano yung mga, mga non-PTs in this area? So, imagine if we just work together in one society at siguro um, we could, you know, we could um, progress and we could uh, make all our aspirations come into reality. So, I, en- I encourage you guys, no, mga colleagues ko, na Join us, join us. No? Let us work together. And um, lahat naman ito ginagawa natin for our communities, for our patients, for our clienteles, and of course, to our profession. So thank you again for the opportunity, Sir Johan, and to our to those who have listened and watched, pwede nyo namang ulit-ulitin to. And then if you think na meron kayo mga suggestions from this uh, short conversation of ours, feel free to message us. We Again, we are very much open for any form of uh, collaborations no? for as long as it is uh, in the bounds of the uh, vision, mission, and ethics of PPTA. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you so much, uh, Sir Mike. Uh, anyone wants to go next? Uh, sir, Sir Rex, go. Uh, yes. Uh, so, first and foremost, uh, thank you, po, Sir Johan, for giving us this opportunity to share and to also advocate because I think one of the G's of our discussions right now is really about uh, uh, advocacy. So, I think uh, this is uh, a good way for us to explain things, to clarify things, especially those issues okay, that we are experiencing. And um, uh, as what Sir Mike said, I think it's all about getting involved. 
So maybe all of us, all physical therapists, all Filipino physical therapists should get involved. Because if we will all work together, we will be able to surpass and at least address all these problems and issues that we are facing right now. So it is not just the work of one or two per, uh, people. So it should be all of us who should be working for it. And I believe that if we will collaborate with each other, uh, communication lines are open. So uh, we welcome suggestions, comments sa dito sa uh, association natin kaya yon i think uh, just get involved get yourselves involved thank you sir uh ko lang pong dagdagan din si Nadine sir mike uh maganda pa sila niya kasi na let's be involved um din uh gusto lang din pong idagdag doon na let's uh, be inspired also Okay, uh, let's be inspired of what we're doing. Uh, malit man po ito o malaki. Let's, let's be inspired of what uh, the PPA is doing and the other colleagues of ours that they are doing. And um, of course, this is just like a piece of a puzzle that uh, we need to put in place. It's part in place and um, so that um, uh, we are in tune and organized. Uh, of course, finally, for our for the participants, those who are listening, watching this uh, program, uh, let's be a part of this. Kasi po hindi po namin magawa ito kung wala po kayo. Thank you. Right. Thank, thank you, Sir uh, Sir John. Uh, sir Mike, do you wanna? Uh, sorry, uh, do you wanna do, uh, say something first before we go to uh, Doc Lidi and uh, Sir Patrick? Oh, sorry, sir. Uh, unmute muna kita. Ano yung sabi mo, sir? Yeah, uh, we can, ano muna, ask the others okay, to <laughs> do their final uh, right. statement. Sige po. Dr. I, I guess, uh, ah, sorry, uh, sir, Dr. Sir Patrick, yeah, go for it. Alright, so, I guess um, the major points that we have talked about really um, today is professional accountability. Alright? Um, this issue actually will not arise if um, our fellow physical therapists um, really value professional accountability in terms of really sticking with um, the law, sticking with our code of ethics. Okay, um, I'd like to support what Sir Mike said. No, um, all physical therapists are really craving for, if not desperate, for the change already of the PT practice here in the Philippines. But again, we cannot do that with a handful of people. We need everyone's cooperation. And if we are professionally accountable, which is actually part of our professional responsibility, you know, um, we could be that, you know, we, we could inch towards that change. Okay, let us not be trapped by culture. Let us not be trapped by tradition. All right, let us not be trapped by, you know, nakagawian. Because if we will just wait, no, nothing will really happen. Okay, again, um, let me um, implore each and every physical therapist that is listening to this, right, and even others, okay, um, to really advocate and to really be professionally responsible and professionally accountable. Only in that way could really, you know, um, inspire change towards our practice. Because for the people who are involved, um, they are, or we are doing our best in really pushing the profession forward. So thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Sir Patrick. Uh, I think I, I like that. Pero 
how will that how can we teach professionalism professional accountability to BTs parang ang hirap ituro ng ganyan di ba sir kasi bago grumadi tatuturo naman ng professional accountability how is it practice um practically um Number one, if you know someone who's practicing without a license, for example, um, there's a confrontation of that person, mm-hmm. diba? Now, if you don't stop, all right, then I'm obligated to report you to the ward. That's that's practical um, professional accountability in itself, okay? Because mm-hmm. um, kasi ang pinoy sa hindi to nagpo-practice. I mean, magiging professional gossip siya, hindi to nagpo-practice, ano pwedeng gawin, no? Um, that's number one, all right? Confront the person who is um, indicted with a fault. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, that's that's professional accountability. If wala pa rin, all right, if nagko-continue pa din, dun tayo sa other measure on reporting already. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because I believe that even in other countries, um, that is how professional accountability is observed. Mm-hmm. Okay? Through confronting the person, right, to the suspect of not practicing properly, and if that does not change, an obligation, all right, to report to the institution they're under or affiliated to, or to the professional regulatory board, all right. Okay. So, ayun, that's that's how we can practice professional accountability in terms of home care, all right. Um, very important ang transparency, all right. Very important ang uh, what do you call this? Ang veracity ng some physical therapist, mm-hmm. okay. These things are already taught before they graduate, right? Before we actually get our licenses, right? Okay, it's siguro it's being forgotten, uh-huh. right? Because of culture, tradition, mm-hmm. and even you know life situations. Okay, but yon, those are two three simple things that I can think of. Three accountability. Thank mm-hmm. you. All right, thank you, Sir Patrick. Nung sinasabi mo, I I remember like with. Um, any new job that I go to, lagi kami merong orientation on para how to uh, where to complain. So, dito kasi ombudsman, then, and Medicare, yung pwede pagsumungan. Pwede kayang gawin yun in every hospital, in, in every physical therapy clinic na nandun yung ways on what is, you know, ethical, what is right, kanina magsusumbong, ito yung channels and stuff like that. Yun ang naiisip kung pwede gawin, like as a Aside from putting the licenses clinics so that the patients would be aware. Because for sure, patients would go to a, a doctor and a clinic before sila mag-home care. At least at that mm-hmm. time, makita na yung poster, aware sila na, ay, dapat pala may license yung hihingin kong PT. Ay, dapat pala ito yung mga ganagawa ng PT sa akin. So, pwede kayang ma-suggest yun like something that can be part of a credentialing body as well in a rehab center? In my knowledge, all uh, medical affiliations have those processes. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really the courage and really the, what do you call it? It's the courage and the accountability of a person to follow those processes. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, hindi tatawid ang isang clinic under like a hospital without mm-hmm. those processes. Okay. Mm-hmm. A lot of um, what do you call this? A lot of private clinics are actually sprouting all over Metro Manila, even maybe um, through the provinces. No, but actually, part of um, what do you call this? Part of uh, 
the requirements, all right, of really um, creating a clinic is having those processes, okay? Lalo na kapag mag-hire ka, mag-file ka sa DOLE. Pag nag-file ka sa DOLE, kailangan yun. Kailangan ka ng, kailangan may policies ka on um, grievances, malpractice, etc. Right. Okay? So, thank mm-hmm. you. Okay. Thank you, Sir Patrick. Uh, Doc Lili, your last statement? Yes, sir. Thank uh, first. Thank you for um, this avenue. No, so a lot of the things that you discuss are probably very, very commonly asked or commented by our uh, Filipino or our Pinoy PTs. Um, so I think uh, together with my co-officers with the PPTA, we have. Um, I guess that's why we're all here. No, we have the common advocacy of elevating the profession. Um, for me, though, what I wanted to add is um, I really believe that we must know as PTs our self-worth. No, like you know, what can we do for the profession? So. Um, for all these years, I was like, you know, always governed by these things. So I worked with this guy. It's like um, he made this, uh, he, his main focus of like uh, management is uh, pulling the wagon. So that has always, always kind of governed me in my practice. So meron tayong mga tao na if we can help pull the wagon, then we can achieve better, you know, we can achieve like, you know, uh, greater things, especially with all of the issues that we're having. Uh, meron din tayo yung mga nakaupo sa wagon, like, you know, telling people what to do, pero nakaupo lang sila sa wagon. Then, of course, that's not really going to make that wagon move any faster. Better pa nga yun nasa likod ng wagon, na at least they are supporting the people who are pulling the wagon. So, um, hopefully, we can all be part of the people pulling and then maybe like, you know, supporting those who are pulling uh, the wagon. So uh, it's a collaborative effort. Everyone must really uh, help out with, you know, the betterment of the profession. And I think it's it's all coming along really well. So uh, we are in the Philippine context. Of course, we are, we cannot compare ourselves like, you know, with the first world countries. So we have to do whatever we can uh, in our own context. But at the same time, tapat, meron tayong active participation. So I think that's key, no? active participation in tackling all of these issues that we have discussed. Thank you. Thank you, Doc. Lily, active participation, right? Okay, um, before I, I, I hand the uh, stage again to Sir Mike, may comment ng si Sir Royson, as healthcare uh, and societal needs evolve, our profession and services should evolve. The challenge is us is for us to at least participate even better to be as drivers of that evolution innovations are always welcome however we have to be mindful of ethical and professional standards as we challenges push and push the system to change that's true i mean people are getting creative but the the ethics should always be there and the professionalism should always be there and um uh another one is f- from moha like out and PASP san eventually maging possible to release lists of accredited clinics with licensed professionals talaga character building rin sana can be a focus in undergraduate programs ethics can be emphasized sana as a critical subject okay gotcha. thank you moha all right uh sir mike mayrohang um announcement for us yeah uh before we end the session i'd like to um, invite everyone, all Filipino PTs, um, probably not just only those who are based in the Philippines, but as well as those who are abroad. 
since this will be a virtual convention, we would like to um, first, siguro this is the first time that we're going to announce it, uh, but uh, please watch out for, for for the publicity materials that will be posted all over the social media platforms of PPTA. We would like to cordially invite you to please be part of our Impetus 2022. Um, and this is uh, slated on December 10 and 11. Again, it will be a pure online and uh, or a virtual conference so that we could reach more Filipino PTs, not just uh, in the Philippines, but as well as those PTs who are based currently in, uh, in the uh, uh, abroad or who are based uh, outside the Philippines. So it's December 10 and 11. There will be on December 9, there will be pre-convention workshops. Um, we opted to have um, the pre-convention workshops to be face-to-face or virtually. So the, 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 the proponent of the pre-convention workshop can actually decide whether do it face-to-face or in person or virtual. But uh, uh, definitely there will be in, uh, in-person workshops. So uh, hopefully po you could participate. And again, thank you for this uh, opportunity. Well, we have reached, I'm sure, a lot of people, a lot of PTs, and something that they can look back, replay, you know, para they could still be um, um, you know, refreshed of the issues that we are facing. And yes, we, I'm sure, along with my colleagues here, we have took down notes as to our assignments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you very much. All right. So thank you again. Everyone, Sir Mike, Sir X, Doc Lily, Sir Patrick, and Sir John for greasing the uh, us with your presence here and answering those questions and you know uh, letting uh, us know that we can count on PPTA on our certain issues. Uh, yun maraming maraming nangyari behind the you know the limelight and if that is something na you you have observed that you think is not uh, according to our practice uh you know just uh report it um details and make sure that uh the PPTA knows about it PRC knows about it because we are protecting the public we're protecting our profession we're protecting our practice it's our livelihood and uh yeah so thank you everyone who are uh, still watching and it's going to be available so you can re-watch it if you have any questions. Uh, you can reach our uh, uh, the PPTA in their Facebook and you have your email address as well. That's a Facebook page. Facebook page. Uh, what's your mic? Yes, uh, but if you want to take note of it, it's pptaboard at gmail.com. Right. Uh, lower cases. Board at gmail.com. Ayun. So you can reach them straight, send them an email if you want to remain anonymous at Nima comment. So yun. Um so I hope everyone got something from our discussion and I hope it would inspire everyone uh in our practice to be mindful of what's happening. Uh, as Sir Patrick said, be accountable of what we're uh, doing to our patients in our uh, area and you know be active participants in our profession so again thank you everyone thank you sir mike sir x Dr. Lily, sir patrick sir john for joining us and thank you everyone 
for watching and I hope you stay tuned to you know the next live and next chats. Yan. So, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to PT Meal Podcast. If you like the show and want to support it, please follow the podcast's social media accounts in Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Share the episodes you're listening to or episodes you love to listen to so that the message can reach more people. Also, if you have anything to share with everyone about the profession or your practice, do contact me and we can work something out. If you have any suggestions, feedbacks, questions about the show or the guests uh, of the show, you can reach me through all the podcast social media accounts or through the website www.ptmealpodcast.com or through email at ptmealpodcast at gmail.com. Alright, looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Just a reminder, folks, the podcast is intended for educational and informational purposes only. The show strives to keep all information true and correct, but humans sometimes make mistakes. Factual errors may be present, so we encourage the listeners to do their own research on the featured topics as well. Now, let's go back to the show.